one fund, on point for today, the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, where they have all the tools you need to be a smarter, savvier, more well-informed investor on exchange-traded funds. It's vetify.com and on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares MSCI USA Quality Factor ETF, ticker symbol QUAL. QUAL, the iShares Edge MSCI USA Quality Factor ETF. So, quality factor now, factor investing now, because it seems like it doesn't take any factor. The market just keeps on going in spite of all the things that would make us think it's got to turn here somewhere. You're right, Chuck. I mean, look, right now for the average investor out there, it used to be their biggest concern six months ago was inflation. However, now the Fed seems to have things under control, or at least they're heading in the right direction. So now the biggest fear for equity investors is actually pricing and market volatility. Factor investing can come in so many different ways. We can have value, which is all around price. We can have momentum, which is certain areas of the market tend to move well during different times. And managers that have momentum strategies will just jump into more of those stocks that are moving at that period of time. In quality, it seems to be working pretty well this year. It's not just good companies that are stable and are going to be around for an extended period of time, but also many of them look growth-oriented as well. So this ETF really focuses on quality, focuses on good companies. And when you dive into some of the companies, Chuck, look, if you read me these companies 10 years ago, I'd say, wow, that's a pretty aggressive portfolio. How are we sure it's quality? When you look at companies like NVIDIA, Visa, Microsoft, Apple, Meta, you know, it used to be that these were the go-go growth companies but they're now stables within our economic universe, in our market universe, and with many folks' portfolios as well. And when you look at the performance here to date, pretty good, but also the thing about it is there hasn't been a lot of volatility. And any sort of factor ETF, but particularly one that looks at quality, is going to try to take some of the volatility out. But I'm curious, because when we talked about factors there, you mentioned value first. And one of the things that I say all the time is when I talk to a value investor, you have to define it because value means different things to different people. It's in the eye of the beholder. This is not the only quality factor ETF out there. There's a bunch of them. Do we have to define quality as well? I mean, just like you have absolute and relative value, do we have absolute and relative quality? I think you're bringing up a very good point. Value today is not what it was 10 or 15 years ago. And I think it's the same with quality as well. What's happening is companies like the NVIDIAs and the Apples and the Metas of the world are actually in these buckets. But if you look at their PE ratios, they look fairly expensive. But you know what? Baked into that enterprise value, today, the way they look at the valuation of companies, it's a little bit different because specifically, What they own, it used to be with companies that owned inventory or they own land 
or they own patents. Those things you could actually see and feel. Today, there's a lot of inherent goodwill that's built up within the clientele that is factored into value today. It's factored into quality today. And it's really a sign of the times where the modern innovation that we've seen within the stock market gets credited different ways today. And it's crazy to think that quality and value would actually fall into the bucket of companies like these big tech companies that we're talking about right now. Absolutely. The other thing about this fund, this fund does, it's not a proxy for the S&P 500, but it does tend to be relatively correlated. And it has been above its 200-day moving average since about March of this year. And it flirted around the 200-day moving average the beginning of part of this year when the market itself was struggling. So is this a 200-day moving average play or is this a core holding? Well, you're touching on two things, Chuck. First of all, it's not just it's got some of the same companies, but the weightings of those companies are much different than the S&P 500. We know that of the top 10 companies in the S&P 500, they account for almost 38% of the total capitalization there. So pretty heavily weighted, not as heavily weighted here, number one. And number two, companies that you wouldn't see in the top 10, the S&P 500, make their way into the top 10 within qual. So it's a way to diversify. And again, as you're looking for that quality factor and you're looking for a little bit more stability, it might be something to consider because that concentration risk that we have in the S&P is something that is concerning today. Even though we've had a pretty good run with the S&P, it's all been on the back of 10 stocks. And where does the money for this come from in terms of when we're talking about international or we're talking about emerging markets, it's always about people have cash on the sidelines, et cetera. But in this case, while you may not have this portfolio, you've got a lot of these companies if you have just some big domestic growth players. So are you taking some of the money from your standard growth or value and saying, I'll make quality more of a factor, literally and figuratively, or is the money coming from someplace else for the average person? Well, First of all, we know still a lot of people have money on the sidelines. So if you're worried a little bit about risk, you're worried about diversification, qual is something to think about. The other thing is those that are invested have a very high correlation to the S&P 500. Even if you've got a bunch of different mutual funds and a bunch of different ETFs, if you throw that into a consolidated group, you're probably going to find that there's a high correlation. So there's an opportunity to take some of the S&P 500-like allocation and move it into qual where you might be a little bit more diversified. Makes sense. It's qual, the iShares Edge MSCI USA Quality Factor ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, great stuff. Talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yeah, that's me. And if you want to learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast, go to moneylifeshow.com or search for it wherever you find the good podcasts. And speaking of good podcasts, this one, well, it's brought to you by Vetify, which you can search for online at vetify.com to use their tools. They're on Twitter at veta underscore fi. And Tom Lydon, their vice chairman and my guest, he's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. This podcast is here for you every Thursday. So make sure you don't miss an episode by following along. Again, information at vetify.com or on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you again next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.